Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I think, you know, we went to Europe in 2016. Uh, we went to Rome to see Bruce. And I have to say, you know, top five shows for me, you know, just the whole experience of a concert in uh, Europe, you know, GA tickets, the, the queuing up every day, the roll calls, numbers on the hand, uh, just meeting the people on the line. You know, you had to go and check in twice a day. Uh, Pete had been over to Europe um, and saw him in 2013 yeah, no at, in Milan. So he had met people there. So, you know, I met those people. And these are people that had, after this show, actually came to the United States, whether it was for shows at the end of the River Tour leg or to see Bruce on Broadway. And we got to, you know, see these people again. And they are like really, really dear friends, but just... I, I can't explain the difference in a show. We were at Circus Maximus. It was all GA. When, when Bruce opened up with yeah. New York City Serenade, you could hear a pin drop. Like everybody was just like in yeah. awe and, and they were crying. crying. And, you know, we were all hanging heart. We had hearts. Someone had passed out paper hearts. And we all were holding paper hearts in our hands and you could feel the love. And, you know, Bruce's music, there's, there's no language barriers or, or anything like that. And just, there were just, you know, fellow Bruce fans from all over, just like swaying back and forth, singing the songs and In yesterday's episode with Pete and Laura, we talked their love story and their Springsteen background. In today's episode, part two, we talk about how Pete helped me make a dream come true and how he and Laura together have helped many, many people make their dreams come true. Here's the second part. 
there is a reason why people say my better half and they say that with love because it i think a really good marriage you you do feel like it's your better half and lynn and i have been married over 35 years and we talk about people all the time that it's never 50 50 it's sometimes 90 10 and sometimes it's 10 90 and your hope is that you you're never always just the 10% and the other person's carrying the burden, right? That it slides back and forth. Sometimes it's 60, 40, sometimes it is 50, 50. And the idea is that you support each other and it's a waving. It just, because at times, you know, Linda is the stronger one and has to be there for me. And then other times I'm the stronger one and be there for her. So I think that's key. Um, so Pete, let's talk about the 95%. How did you become a ticket angel? And I'm going to, I do not mention your name when people ask me. And so I'm assuming you're giving your blessing. Uh, it's, but, it's, all right. it's, but, it's all right because yeah. pretty much the word is out there. Yeah. No matter how but, much I tell people, yeah. don't thank, no public thank yeah. yous. I have enough people that, hitting me up and PMing me and Laura rolling her eyes. It's like, why are people messaging you at, at nine o'clock or three o'clock in the morning? Three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And, and, I, and the answer is real simple. They're over in Europe is why. Yeah, they don't <laughs> do the time thing. So <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm asked all the time, Pete. Well, did you get to see Bruce on Broadway? And I go, yes, because of a very special you know, angel, a wonderful fan. And let me, I, let me yeah. stop you there. And I'm going to stop. I'm going to do the same thing. I always say, it's not just me. Yeah. It's, it's nowhere near just me. I'm like Gabriel, the archangel directing the angels who are bringing the tickets to me. Yeah. And, and sending me, screenshots of direct messages on Twitter of people who don't know any better and just throwing it out there, you know, not knowing the, the pitfalls of how many scams are out there on Twitter and, and on certain pages on Facebook, you know, um, and, and the bottom line is there's hundreds and it grows all the time. And every person I've helped, I always ask, the only thing I ask in return is to help me when I need help. And when I need help, I let people know, you know, um, pass it along. Yep. That, that, that's it. Just pay it forward. Yep. It's all going to work out. It's all going to come full circle. And, uh, um, and it's the epitome of when Bruce says nobody wins unless everybody wins in real life. That's, that's a wonderful, wonderful lofty goal. Practically, it's not reality. Yeah. Okay. There's winners and there's losers. But what we do as ticket angels, you know, all of us together, it's the closest thing you're going to find to nobody. Everybody wins. And, uh, you know, th- this last, this last go round with Bruce on Broadway and COVID and all those poor fans in Europe and Spain and around the world, and Canada, who couldn't get there because of restrictions. 
that, you know, that, that broke my heart. Uh, sure. And there were clearly winners and there were clearly losers yeah. there, but we still tried. And of all those people, I've made new relationships, new friends. And when Bruce comes back around, we're all going to help each other, you know, make up for the, make up for the sadness and, and share the joy. And, uh, you know, that's pretty much what, what, what we always do. Amy, Amy Lofgren got on board. She was amazing with retweeting to her followers. Uh, it was because of Amy and Howie that my wife and I were able to find somebody uh, with amazing tickets who couldn't get here. And she was even willing to discount them. And I was like, I don't want to know about the deal. I know exactly what they cost. Here's what, here's what I'm going to send you. And, uh, yeah. uh, and, uh, what a wonderful night. Second row, just slightly off center. Wow. And, uh, he and I locked eyes so many times throughout the show. Um, Laura, her experience was like, it was even better than the first time. Um, you know, we had another fellow spring nut next to me. It was just, it was just a phenomenal thing. And that, and it all came full circle in fruition, but it was everybody working together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, uh, that's so well said, Pete. I, um, like I said, I always don't name you, but when people ask, I tell the story that you reached out to me and said, why aren't you going to Broadway? And I went, well, I just don't think I, you know, I didn't get a ticket. And you were like, tell me what, when you go and let me see what I can do. And <laughs> so then I had to have the conversation with my lovely bride. Okay. It's okay for you to say no, but I have a chance, you know, and so because of you, I, I did get to go on the first run, and and I, I appreciate you and all the rest of the angels. So thank you for that. It was a, it's always a pleasure and a blessing. Yeah, and absolutely. It, 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 there's tremendous joy that we get, and that gets transferred to the people that are, you know, unloading the tickets for whatever reason. That, yeah, that they're helping somebody else, and that's the beauty of the community. Absolutely. All right, I had talked about this. Um, you said you've got a couple of stories from shows you want to share. So I know uh, we, we don't have all night, but we've got time for a few. What was your first Bruce show together? So it was um, the, the most recent River Tour um, in 2016, uh, Madison Square Garden. Uh, it was, we had tickets to, to both shows, but, you know, one was the snowstorm and got postponed to March. So our first show, we, we, we didn't have the best of seats and it was because I didn't get the tickets. He got the tickets. Um, so they look good on the map, but don't ever, ever, ever buy section 213 in Madison, Madison Square. Square Garden. In fact, I think they've learned because most shows I see now, they don't offer seats in that section. Uh, sound was horrible. It, it just okay. It was the worst. It was the worst. It was. It was. It was the worst of the first. Um, <laughs> no, I, you should tell me about light of day, though. That was very special. Yes, but it but it wasn't Bruce tour. So that's uh, okay. No, it was Bruce 
coming out of light of day with Joe Grishecki. So, you know, light of day, uh, foundation, very near and dear to our hearts, um, fighting, you know, Parkinson's and related disease. Uh, every year there is, um, a winter fest in Asbury Park. It's usually, uh, the week right around Martin Luther, Martin Luther King's uh, birthday. Uh, I had never been able to get tickets um, because the, you know, for the main event, the Paramounts, you know, it's a smaller venue. Um, tickets would come on sale and they'd go right away. Um, and at the time with being a single parent, you know, it was a, it was a Saturday night. My, I couldn't leave my daughter home alone. So I never really was able to go. Um, when I met Pete, and uh, the first time we went to Light of Day was in January of 2015, uh, Bruce showed, and he did play the song Save My Love. So that was really, really special because that's the first and only time I ever heard it and, you know, crying during that song. Uh, so that was the first time we did see Bruce together, actually. So I do take was, that back. It was a wonderful night and it was a wonderful show. It was, probably, it was one of the best but but we have, I, I think, you know, we went to Europe in 2016. Uh, we went to Rome to see Bruce. That was and I have to say, you know, top five shows for me. Um, you know, just the whole experience of a concert in uh, Europe, uh, you know, GA tickets, the, the queuing up every day, the roll calls. Yeah. Um, you know, numbers on the hand, um, just meeting the people on the line. Uh, you know, you had to go and check in twice a day. Uh, Pete had been over to Europe um, and saw him in 2013 yeah, no at, in Milan. So he had met people there. So, you know, I met those people. And these are people that had, after this show, actually came to the United States whether it was for shows at the end of the River Tour leg or to see Bruce on Broadway. And we got to, you know, see these people again. And they are like really, really dear friends. But just, I, I can't explain the difference in a show. We were at Circus Maximus. It was all GA. When, when Bruce opened up with yeah. New York City Serenade, you could hear a pin drop. Like, Everybody was just like in mm. awe and, and, and they were crying. crying. And, you know, we were all hanging heart. We had hearts. Someone had passed out paper hearts and we all were holding paper hearts in our hands and you could feel the love. And, you know, Bruce's music, there's, there's no language barriers or, or anything like that. And just, they were just, you know, fellow Bruce fans from all over, just like swaying back and forth, singing the songs. And we were right, actually right on the rail um, on little Steven's side. Um, and you look back and it was just like a sea of people. I mean, it was the biggest venue, you know, we've ever been in to see Bruce. And I just, the songs took on like a whole different character. Uh, Ghost of Tom Joad, not a favorite song of mine, but when he played it acoustically at, at Rome, it was just, it blew my mind away. I had to uh, 
I had seen, I had gone to one show on the Born in the USA tour. So I only heard the song Born in the USA once my entire life in 1984 until 2016. I had to go to Europe to hear Born in the USA because unless you saw one of the album shows, I never heard, I, which I didn't get to go to in 2009. I never heard Born in the USA. So I had to go to, to Europe to hear Born in the USA. Um, what, a, what, a, but, what a beautiful thing that was. And just the experience and, you know, sharing it with Pete and uh, my daughter was with us, uh, you know, and we do have so many memories at every show with, with all the people that, um, you know, Pete has touched and, you know, they're just, I can't, I can't explain how grateful people are. And, you know, it, it makes it makes Pete so happy. Um, three bottles of wine tonight from somebody I helped with Broadway. <laughs> but, you know, it's not even about that. It's, it's, yeah. really, it's, it's really about hearing the people come up to me and say, do you know what a, an, an awesome man your husband is and what he's done for me? And, you know, whether it's getting people into a show or people that can't get into a show and, you know, Pete gets, you know, helps them pass it on forward and, and, you know, helps people, you know, if they get their money back, um, if he can. And he's really, you know, he's done something, you know, with his team um, because there is, you know, a huge team behind Pete that, as he said, grows every time that, you know, there's, you know, a tour or, a Bruce event. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. It is all consuming at times. Um, and it, it does detract from our personal life, but it gives him such great joy. And if it makes him happy, it ultimately makes me happy. So that's good. Um, uh, I tell, I tell people, you know, you think I'm the star, but she puts up with more than you would ever imagine. And they say, yeah, I could, I, I bet. And I, I always try to, you know, tell people that I can't do this without, with her, without no. her. Yeah. So, but, um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of stories. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to be brief. I'm going to cut it down very quickly. Okay. No nukes concert, 1979. The birthday show. Okay. Uh, Bruce was in a funk because he was turning 30. Dave Morse documented this in his book. I saw it firsthand in a way you would never believe. Had seats over the stage door and Bonnie Raitt was playing that night. Uh, Tom Petty was playing that night. Bruce. Uh, Gil Scott Heron was before, uh, I think James Taylor and Carly Simon came out and did Mockingbird. Um, but Bruce came out to watch uh, Bonnie Raitt, and he was leaning up against the wall down below us. And we're hanging over the wall saying, hey, Bruce. Then he went inside, and then when Tom Petty was playing, he came back out, and the guy right in front of me had slips of paper and he tore them up in like quarters 
and clipped the big pen on and handed it down to Bruce. Uh, and Bruce looks up and he's smiling and he takes him from, and he's there signing away. And we're, we're hanging over the wall watching this. So a bunch of us are getting all excited. Oh my God, he's signing autographs. He's going to give them back. So Bruce, this was the night he threw the chocolate birthday cake back into the crowd and creamed some poor girl in the center. Um, because he didn't, he, he was totally fucked up in the head over, <laughs> um, totally screwed up in the head over the uh, fact that he was turning 30 and back then never trust anybody who's age, who's 30 or above. That was the mantra. So Bruce takes, he finishes signing, he clips the big pen on, and then he looks up over his left shoulder where this guy that handed it to him was, and I was like next to him, and he throws it up in the air, just lofts it up in the air. It's heading towards my wife at the time, and she had the big, fluffy, curly hair. Not me. And, and it, lands in her, it lands in her hair, and people are mobbing her, like going after Mickey Mantle, home run in right field, climbing on top of each other for the ball. It fell down on the floor. I grabbed them. I grabbed one, pulled it off, and I handed the whole stack back to him. I was like, man, that was fucked up. Uh, and then I read Dave Marsh's book a few years later after being born to run, and he talked about how Bruce was just in the funk that night. Um, he also threw Lynn Goldsmith out. You know, it was it was a crazy night, but um, but that was one. So I got his autograph. Um, the next big one was, uh, I'd say, uh, 2016, the river tour, somebody from spring nuts, uh, saw me on the camera up on the big screen with Bruce in front of us. And I'm pointing at him with a big old smile. Somebody captured a picture of that. And it's like it's like an iconic picture. People don't even realize it's a it's a shot off the screen that uh, Mark had taken and got back to me. Him and Audrey Hunt. Nice. The other um, the other big night was uh, uh, November two thousand eighteen. It was right after they came back from Thanksgiving break, and uh, I said. The run is ending. I got to get there before anybody realizes what's going on. And I got there at four o'clock in the afternoon and got my spot on the rail. Uh, had a little bit to do with the, the, the autograph hounds, the eBay autograph hounds. But we finally calmed everything down. I was on the rail. And after the show, Bruce went down one side. And then he looks over, he saw me, recognized me, came straight to me. And um, I held up my arm and he autographed my arm. And, and I, I, I told him the story about what the ticket angels were doing. And that I'm like the ringleader of that. And he looked at me and he said, really? And the girl next to me who knew the story said, she was from Florida. And she said, uh, she said, yes. <laughs> And he looked at me and said, wow, thank you. And shook my hand. Uh, 
And then the, the last one was, uh, uh, you know, my namesake, I, uh, I identify with, you know, that song Outlaw Pete, but especially when Bruce was interviewed about what's that song all about, you know, a lot of, a lot of people have slammed them for it, you know, but it's really, it's a song with a very strong message that everyone should be able to relate to. And Bruce said, it's all summed up in the line of, we can't undo these things we've done. Yeah. And, and he said, you know, we all carry baggage with us all through our lives and it's what we do with it. It's how we respond to it. And, uh, and I totally related to that. And, uh, I took, I took that name. I had a friend who sold leather goods who the, the Christmas before uh, Christmas, 2008, gave me a bunch of leather, you know, belts and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. And, uh, and that outlaw hat. And I said, I got the perfect use for this. And then I changed my name on BTX to outlaw Pete. And, but the song meant a lot, but Bruce stopped playing it when his cousin Lenny passed away uh, on that uh, uh, on that on that tour. It was the reason they canceled. I think was it Kansas City show. It was it was somewhere out in the Midwest. Yeah, Kansas City show. And I found out later that Lenny, you know, I kept on requesting. Well, Lenny was the reason he stopped playing it. And, and when he came back, uh, you know, I kept requesting, you know, sign requests on the 2012 tour and on the, uh, uh, the High Hopes tour, uh, you know, play Outlaw Pete. And he never did. And yeah. somebody messaged me and told me the story about Lenny. And then one day, I posted out there on, on BTX because, you know, I think he watches or he has people watch it. And I said, Bruce, my birthday's coming up. I'm sure Lenny would love to see you play it one more time for both of us. And he didn't, but I had a bunch of people that were lobbying and, uh, the final, the final show at Mohegan Sun, I saw Cindy Mizell. I also saw uh, well, Eddie Mannion. Uh, didn't get a, too much of a chance to talk to Eddie and his wife, but, but I was talking with Cindy and also Curtis King. And uh, so I said, hey, I'm that guy outlaw, Pete. She goes, you're the guy who wanted the song for his birthday. And I said, yeah. And I said, well, it didn't happen. And then Curtis, what a freaking wonderful guy. He stops right there and he sings, Outlaw Pete, Outlaw Pete, can you hear me? And I, I was like blown away because he, he sang it so freaking good because yeah. he's such a great singer. And then he did that. And then... The soldiers and sailors shows were out in Pittsburgh. And uh, I'm told Bruce played it for me because he found out I was there and he played it 
that last night acoustic and it was beautiful. And, uh, and people that, you know, had access to backstage said, yeah, that was for you. And I was like, amazing. So I don't know. There's plenty of stories, but those are the ones that are closest to my heart. Those are amazing. You, you mentioned this, but I always like to ask, let's not talk about Letter to You or Western Stars, because those are all on our wish list to hear live. But is there anything either one of you are still chasing? Is there a yep. song you hope to hear live? So it used to be, believe it or not, Santa Claus is coming to town. But I did hear that on <laughs> okay. uh, the, the last leg of the river tour. Um, mm-hmm. But I am still chasing for you solo on the piano. Okay. That's nice. That's and me, mine will never happen. Right. It'll never happen. And it's going to lead into your other question about Mary's dress. Right. Okay. Um the Wings for Wheels version of Thunder Road grabs grabs my heart. I had it I had it playing in the in the car yesterday, and I'm like, oh my god! Mm-hmm. And uh, every time the opening notes to Thunder Road come on, I just wish deep in my heart that Bruce would say, "The screen door slams." Angelina's dress sways. Yeah. And if he did that, life would be complete, but he's never going to do that. So that's a nice one to chase, though. That's that's <laughs> That's good. But we we have it preserved forever. Thanks to the bootmakers. This has been so amazing. I, I appreciate you both so much. Um, I do have to. Um, anything you want to share before I get to the Mary question? Any final thoughts or anything you want to share? Thank you to Bruce and the Bruce community for just everything. For being who they are. Well said. Being being amazing and the memories um, that come with it. Yeah, well said. And still to come. Exactly. Still it's to not come. Yes. It's no, not no, 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 I totally agree. All right. So if you are a friend of Pete's or Laura's and you have not listened to Set Listing Roost before, thank you for joining us. Um, Jay Armstrong is an honors English teacher from the Philadelphia area. He recently retired, but when he was teaching, Every year, his senior honors English class, the seniors, would spend two days breaking apart Thunder Road as a poem. They would compare it to Robert Frost. They would look at all the different um, lyrics and the imagery and the themes Bruce explores. And at the end of the two days, he would look at his class and say, does Mary get in the car at the end of Thunder Road? So who wants to go first? Because you guys may not have the same answer. Laura, you first. Well, well, first and foremost, I just want to say before whether or not Mary gets in the car, her dress definitely sways. Okay. <laughs> so, so that's that. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, Thunder Road is like now my 
number one song. Number one, just that song comes on, whether it's acoustic, whether it's live, whether it's album. And it's even more special acoustic, though. But in my opinion, when it comes on, you know, just I'm in my world. Uh, I, I am not so much into uh, the imagery. And, you know, I will admit I didn't study for the exam here. That's so okay. um, no, I want your gut. You know, my 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 gut is that she does get in the car. Uh, what, because girl, what girl wouldn't? How could she refuse? Okay. Pretty much. All right. That's my that's my angle. Um, uh, I believe she gets in the car. Um, you know, how else? Could they pull out of there to win? How else could her wind blow back her hair? Um, I've heard commentary about, you know, no, she doesn't get in a car because you you should never get in a car who's, with a guy who thinks less of you than you really are. And there, there's a good argument to that. But my, my counter to that is Bruce is the only guy on the planet, I believe, that can pull that off. There you go. And, yeah. uh, but not even me. So when we sing it, so when we're together at a show or we're listening to a show, uh, or somebody else sings it, I change the lyric to, oh, what's, I can't no, 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 the lead into it. Uh, so I'll, I'll sing to her. You're my beauty, and hey, we're all right. Instead of you ain't a beauty, but hey, nice. There you go. He always does. I I always every single time. That uh, is, I love that. Every single time. And uh, in the Rome show, Bruce uh, uh, ended the show with acoustic Thunder Road, and Patty, unbeknownst to us, was on the side behind the curtains. And she was filming it on her Instagram. And and where we were located was, you know, we wound up in that, in her video, uh, Laura's daughter, Alyssa, it's like the closing scene with her just smiling, so happy. Uh, But there's a point where, where when Bruce sang, take my hand, they caught me. To grabbing her hand just naturally you know? yeah and because uh, that's what we do every time the song is played and then that verse comes on we take each other's hands so so my question uh for bruce about this is not whether it waves or sways we know the whole story okay um but my question is why was this song changed from Angelina to Mary? Yeah. I, I, you know, he'll probably say something like, oh, it's just names. Yeah. But I don't know. But Angelina is not really a common name. So, yeah. No, neither is Rosalita, but we know the story behind Rosalita. It was, yes. you know, uh, Carol Lazito's, uh, or Diane Lazito's uh, mom's. Um, but uh, so I, that's my question for him. 
All right. I love that. Um, guys, this has been great. I am so grateful that you've spent some time with me and shared your stories. Thank you Thanks. so much for all the support you give to the podcast. Thank you for all the support you give to the community. And thank you for sharing your love story with us. Thank um, you for having us. Thank yeah. you for having us is the, is the real word. We'll end with now there's something. Thanks for making it easy. Well, I tried to. Yeah, I, yeah, make it. Now there's something coming through the air that softly reminds me. Tonight I'll park out on the hill and wait until they find me. Here's slipping through the ether of voices coming through. So keep me in your heart tonight and I'll save my love for you. Uh, Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Laura. Thank you so much, Jesse. This was fun. It was fun. Listeners, you go get vaccinated. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Let's all be good to each other because that's the only way we're going to get through this. Thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation, and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlessingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter, at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlessingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts, as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Bruce shirts, as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only. Said listening Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.